Hey, everybody, and thanks for joining us for another episode of the Dallas Anime Meetup Podcast. I'm your host, Corey, and joining me as usual are my co-hosts, Nick. Hello. Justin. Hey, guys. And Jamar. Hey, everybody. And uh, thanks for joining us this time. On what, what episode are we on, guys? Like 30? Uh, 23, actually. Like like oh, 23? 23. It's been a long time. Wow. But uh, what have I been up to? So I've mainly been playing some, um, been trying to beat Elden Ring. I'll eventually beat it. Been so burnt out on it that I haven't been like routinely logging in and making progress. I need to get back to it. I picked up three houses again, Fire Emblem three houses, because I wanted to finish the Golden Deer route and uh, get that kind of written off so I can play the Fire Emblem Warriors games without spoilers. Um... And I never did the Ash and Wolves DLC, so I need to do that. Um, I've been playing that new indie game, Neon White, because uh, there's an artist, Machine Girl, in it, that I, um, musician that I follow. So I really like their band, and they were on it. And then Steve Bloom was voicing the main character, and I'm like, ah, I'm sold. Yeah, so I've, I heard, I've heard some really good things about that game. Like, even um, like even Yahtzee put, put out a really positive review of it today. Oh, oh, okay. I've heard mixed well, things. Some good, it's some okay. not the best. Um, I don't think it's a bad game. I just think it's very it's like, right. yeah, it, that, that's probably what I was going to get at. It, it was like, it's okay. It's a good mindless kind of game to jump into, do a few levels, log off, but it's nothing like groundbreaking. It's a nice like action platformer, a 3D action platformer. Oh, good. Um, oh, good thing it's so cheap and, then. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly, I, I, I wish it was a little cheaper, but yeah, I'm... <laughs> cheap ass but i've also been watching the boys season three oh yeah it's been awesome um uh, i'm up to date on that that's been it's been great um some people said it's it's already better in season two i don't know yet i really like season two mm-hmm. so we'll see season two is hard to beat for me but it, it it's getting there it's been really good so as far. long as homelander but, stays alive the boys will continue to stay awesome yep pretty much how about you justin Oh, I've been trying to play Final Fantasy IX. Emphasis on trying because I never seem to free up enough time to play it. And like, like I finally managed to put some time in last weekend. But right now I'm only on disc two. I feel like I'm just getting to the part where like the story ramps up. <clears throat> like I've gotten to the part where uh, all the ca- like the big the big uh, the, where the queen and her evil plans are starting to come more into fruition and all the characters are starting to get together. But overall, it, it's a good game. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I still haven't reached the part where Final Fantasy IX is like becoming, oh my God, this is the best Final Fantasy ever. But it's a it's definitely a good game. <sighs> and I do and I do like the uh, mod I put in, I, I, the Maguri mod I downloaded in order to make the game like really beautiful. That's makes the game like really like, it, it really helps with like with the graphic style and also to make it so that I can actually that stealing is a hundred percent accurate because fuck the stealing rate in base FF9. It is god awful. It's like how are you supposed to st- how are you supposed to steal the best weapons if it misses like 90% of the time. Other than that, it's just been like quiet. I've just been like I've been watching like the usual animes with with uh you know Spy Family and Kaguya-sama and yeah, boy, Kong Ming was finished. That was all right. Um, and uh, since that's pretty much like it, I, if there's anything else that I did, I have forgotten it. And I just do not want to bother remembering for for 10 minutes. So 
Yeah, that's that's what I did. Cool. How about you? Uh, how about you, Jamar? Since you're joining us this time. <laughs> yeah, I know. I feel like it's been like six months. Um, for me, it's like end of fiscal year at my job, so it's been like nose to the ground, and the beatings will continue for eight more days, and then I could actually take some time off. But I finally finished Elden Ring. And unlike you, Corey, that started like 48 characters, I stuck with one and kind of slogged through it. Yeah, that's in all, I actually, yeah. But in all, I really enjoyed the game. It's it's going to be probably my game of the year. I think it was pretty accessible. The environments were nice. The character, character designs. I would say the one thing I didn't super like was the ending, but. Everything else, it was a really good game. And I do look forward to doing like an actual good build because the build I went for was terrible. From Soft having an ending that's anticlimactic? No. Yeah, I know. But um, no, no, it was a really good game. They really put the work and effort into it. Um, watching Spy Family like everybody else. Started re-watching the regular show on HBO Max. Oh, yeah, I forgot it's on HBO Max now. Like, yeah. Are you the one watching that like on that. HBO Max? <laughs> Somebody's been watching H- like regular show on HBO Max, and I don't know who it is. I don't have account. access to your HBO Max, Corey, so I have no idea. It'll probably, whoever's like a millennial in your group, probably watching it. Um, what else have I been doing? Also, I've been playing Danganronpa S, that, um, the beach, uh, uh board yeah, game. that. Oh, okay. I was like, it's bad. It's a slog. I saw that, that, I saw, like, gameplay of that. It, it, it is so grindy. Like, they took away, they took away the ability to get overpowered from V, the V3 version. So now it's just, gr- so that's really annoying grinding. So yeah, um, I'm probably gonna play it for one more week, but don't recommend it. I mean, I I like the character interactions that they brought for, but you know, you those, but it's just too much slog to get there. We can just look it up on YouTube. Yeah, it's basically like a dream team of oh, everybody's here, like a Saturday morning if story on Mm -hmm. it. But other than that, I think that's about it on my end. That's worthwhile. I'll pass it to you, Nick. Yeah, oh, let me see. Really, I have, I'm afraid I haven't been doing that much. It's mostly been like health improvement. Uh, <laughs> that is a guy. Um, I finished at least through the Three Hopes demo. I don't want to spoil anything for Corey here. Uh, still going through Three Houses, but it's, it's pretty good. Um, it's still just really bizarre, like going from the same what happened with like breath of the wild going to age of calamity it's just like a totally different mindset they tried to incorporate some of the elements from like fire emblem where you can like strategically like move your units and like tell them to go to different locations but it's it's a warriors it's a um one of those games where you're still like beating up a thousand characters yeah Yeah. style so what i didn't like about the first one is like if the ai was controlling a important character that you're supposed to get later uh if the ai got them killed on classic they were dead 
Yeah, they and were, that's they were gone. That's how it seems to be. Even the um, uh, the demo, like your characters can die. You only get like two vulnerary vulnerabilities that you can heal with, unless you have a like white magic user. But even then, it's it's like some of the enemies hit like really hard, and it has the weapon triangle thing too. So if you have a sword and you're going up against a lance flyer guy or something, you should you should, you're probably gonna die if you yeah. are extremely uh, cautious, but. It's interesting. I'm looking forward. I think the full game comes out on Friday here. We're going to see how that goes. But yeah, it's interesting. I don't know how to give it a full. I don't know. Until we see what the I like Musou games. I just don't know if I'd drop 60 on yeah. a Musou game like right away, you know? Yeah. Oh, you know, one quick question, Nick. Um, what do you think the redesigns for uh, the characters in it? Oh, yeah. I like just about all of them. Um, I haven't done like to. I don't know. I think it's more interesting. Each character has unique abilities and things, and for as large of a roster as the whole game is, including apparently you can even get the Ash and Wolves characters um, and stuff. But it's it's neat. Like Ignatz, he's one of my favorite characters. He he can use like art or like like paint splatter, and then each like different color does a different magical effect or something. So some of the abilities like aren't all that cool, but it does seem to be pretty in depth in that like you can change into almost any class from. The original three houses game and also like almost any character can be reclassed into any of those classes and advanced classes and master classes and all that stuff so it seems like it'll have a lot of depth and it does at least have three three different branching stories or stuff too but i don't know really if the gameplay will actually still end up holding up because it's still kind of you're just beating up a lot of nameless faceless guys uh, so we'll see there there has been some interesting story it kind of remixes Re recontextualizes the original um, plot uh, because there's a new character that they're introducing, kind of throwing him in. Um, so I don't want to spoil it, but it's I'll, I'll have to reserve my judgment until it fully comes out, and I'll see if it's worth it. Divine judgment. Ah, yes. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, if we're ready, we can jump into some of the miscellaneous news here. Just a sec. So, I mean, yeah, we, uh, elections finished up. Congratulations to the new winners, to all the new leadership and everything. Corey himself also uh, going to be the organizer now. Congratulations. Um, memes channel still. What, what's going on with that, though? Uh, Corey, Corey, when's the memes channel coming back? Um, <laughs> we, are, um, we are going to we get have an a official steering statement? committee meeting on this, and we will give a... Uh, the date is to be TBA at sure, the moment. Sure. We will we will we will announce the return or maybe not the return or we'll we'll come up with some at the very least we'll come up with some uh, some way to mitigate all the awful gifts. I mean the great gifts <laughs> in open chat. Um, yeah, and it's like we do want to yeah, be clear. Was, Memes themselves like weren't actually banned. It's just you know it's a lot of some several breakers was, maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's still post gaming means the gaming channel and all that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people people will have their memes either way. Yeah. Um, speaking of controversial, I don't know. Um, there's there's been uh, some marches going on downtown Dallas for the March for Our Lives uh, group after, of course, the school shootings we had down in Uvalde uh, and some other places. Really not a great situation, um, but it's just what's going on in Dallas. Uh, so hopefully maybe we'll get some 
changes or something going on that's that's still smart people are thinking you know rationally maybe what the best decisions would be um it's also pride month yay but it's like a lot of these corporations it's just that. what they're calling rainbow capitalism you know bmw changes their twitter logo to being a rainbow but like and it's the problem is it's, it's working people they obviously see that the profits are up because they're doing this you know the the shareholders and stuff but the amount of companies that are actually like donating to lgbt like groups and and uh shelters and stuff like that it's very minimal compared to the amount of corporations that are just like doing that to try to get you to buy a new car with a rainbow sticker on it yeah I hate the YouTube, I hate the YouTube ads. Like they they do so many stupid YouTube Pride Month ads, and they are very bad. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Jamar? Oh, or sorry, where are you gonna gonna tune in there? Oh, sorry, I was muted. Sorry, it's just capitalism at its worst slash finest, depending on who you ask. Yeah. Uh, when you see like association, I'm like, oh. We we care about you and your people, so buy I'm, a car. I mean, they've been doing the, the pride flag thing for years. Every time Pride Month come around, and like every corporation changes their profile picture. It's not just this year that they started doing it. It's just now that no, they're doing research around yeah, it. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, everybody is getting in the bandwagon. And not to say that every corporation is just out for the money, because there are internal teams that pit effort to build in like diversity and inclusion groups for uh pride groups. So that's true. That's true. It's not it's not all bad, but it's apparently bad when you go turn on the TV and like you said, it's BMW and rainbow flags tesla had rainbow flags like i guess i would feel better about it if like there's still a lot of hypocrisy with the companies that like also have a branch in the middle east and turkey and of course they're not going to change their um their colors of their twitter handles because it's not profitable for them in those parts of the worlds to uh, acknowledge that uh those, those sorts of sexualities exist so but who knows um, also, we do want to, you know, let you guys know coming up is looking like there's going to be some not so great times economically just for everyone. Uh, recessions are seeming to be coming up, um, not just in the U.S., but like in the whole world. Um, UK currently has over 9% inflation, um, and it's just not looking very good. Uh, a couple of things we're noticing this year in particular is uh, shrinkflation. I mean, it's something that they have done in the past too, but uh, it's happening a lot more frequently this year where companies will sell you the same product um, at a lower like amount of the product. So like Gatorade is selling, they have a new redesigned Gatorade bottle that's 28 ounces instead of uh, 32 ounces, but they're selling it for the same price. Um, it seems like even NFTs and cryptocurrency is unfortunately also uh, not doing so great. But it does make sense in the sense that these are more speculative um, sorts of investments. And when we're entering this bear market, uh, when we're entering this downturn uh, in the economic cycles, um, more speculative, more kind of risky investments usually 
uh, people start to pull out. They're like, oh, I don't, I don't know about that one. I want to keep my money more close. I want to keep it more liquid. Um, and so unfortunately, that also means that a lot of people are selling uh, and it's kind of crashing. Um, the One of the big Dogecoin investors is actually suing Elon Musk at the moment uh, for $258 billion because of how much he lost with that. Uh, so that's not great. Yeah, I mean, like it really makes you think about the uh, the R slash inflation fetish. You know, it's like oh, no. it's like how how can these people have a fetish for inflation when you know people are losing money and like uh, losing their homes, can't afford to get to work with the gas prices? It's like how can you make a fetish out of this? Yeah. Hey, who would who would have thought? Um, yeah, but. <laughs> Yeah, I don't see that lawsuit going anywhere. I'm just going to say it. I always say it. Uh, NFTs and cryptocurrencies, it's a big Ponzi scheme. I agree that it was like racketeering, but they're never going to get it for it. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's racketeering at its like finest. And I'll admit, I made money off of it, but I knew when to back off. Yeah, exactly. And you can't take people's word like it's a profit. There's only one divine intervention in this, Nick, when it comes to Nintendo game reviews. <laughs> oh, man. Well, it looks like, so speaking of, though, not the Nintendo, perhaps, but... Um, there is in our financial system, you may have heard of this, uh, though, there is a system in place that they're going to try to do to bring back inflation to curb it uh, back. And that is what the central bank does, which in America is the Federal Reserve. So that's the bank that loans out money to all of the other banks, the commercial banks. And what they can do is they can set that um, borrowing rate. They can set uh, what interest rates uh, that all of the borrowing can uh, be done at. And so what the plan is, is they're going to try to raise those interest rates. You've probably heard about this on the news and stuff, and that that will discourage people from borrowing money. That will discourage them from maybe trying to um, uh, like print. Well, (laughs) what was happening a lot during the, uh, of course, pandemic was to keep businesses afloat when supply chains and everything were shot, uh, the feds printed a lot of money. They, they put a lot more into um, circulation, the uh, checks, the PPP loans, all of that. But now we have a situation where we have too much money chasing too few goods. And that's likely to lead to this recession that we see coming up on the horizon. In addition with all these external factors, such as that also includes like shorting. It also includes like shorting and stuff oh, like yeah. that. So they're going to try but to yeah. engineer this soft landing by raising those inflation, raising the interest rates to try to bring down the inflation rates. But the problem from what I've heard is that that may not take it, it will take up to maybe a couple of years even for that to fully come into effect. So it. It may not be so great. So, uh, do you guys have any like cost savings, <laughs> money is how to cut back? I'm just thinking, yeah, you know, it's called cooking your own food. Yeah. Cook your own food. No. Don't go out to eat. Look for when, like what? at Walmart and stuff, where they have the price per ounce uh, for different products listed. Target, unfortunately, does not have that. Uh, but what were you gonna say tomorrow? What are what are your ideas? Yeah, it's unfortunately cooking your own foods may not always be the most cost effective. 
it's sadly saying where like fast food like a McDonald's is cheaper than trying to get a piece of fish to cook a meal for a couple of days. But again, with the whole inflation, it affects homes, it affects cars, it affects how much you could borrow. And the thing is, when uh, all right, they go all right, we'll raise the rate at this. Um, the consumers are the ones that eat basically all the increased charges. Mm-hmm. And the problem is, it's not going to fix inflation that fast because we still have a significant um, supply chain issue. Mm-hmm. So, hypothetically speaking, we'll do a single mother needs a new car so she can take her kids to and from. We'll say a Honda Civic starts at 20000 Normally, you could get rates in the before times around 2 to 3%. But now with the increase, those rates go up to 5 6 7%. And that's going to make a big difference in um, payments. And now with cars going up in price, like the average um, car payment is almost $800. And the average new car is about fifty thousand. You're looking at almost a thousand dollars, and not everybody have pristine credit, so you'll end up being like the subprime uh, loans where even higher, it's higher it's pre- Exactly, and it'll be predator loans for people that can't afford. Right. And Nick, you purchased a home recently. Unfortunately, you but yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you saw how the rates was before you got your home. It was so crazy. Even prior. Yes, I think I may have yeah. explained this before, but yeah, we were between a rock and a hard place. I was like, all the houses, everything is overpriced, but all these rates are going to be keep going up. They even just announced last week that the feds are going to raise it by like another what? 75%, I think, or, or 0.75 of a percent. So yeah, we're like, if, if we are going to take out a big mortgage, you know, now's the time to do it. Cause it's only going to start getting worse, but Correct. I really can't recommend anyone else try to make any big purchases right now. If you can avoid it. Um, yeah, but, I think on ways to save money is kind of reduce what you buy. Maybe you don't need to have a Netflix, a currency roll, a Hulu, a Adobe account. Mm-hmm. Kind of streamline your needs to your wants and make sure you keep your car as in good condition as you can because cars are expensive yeah, <laughs> yeah well yeah well I guess, I guess it's time to say goodbye to disney plus because let's be honest i barely yeah. use that compared to hbo max and hulu not netflix because my parents pay for that it's like there's no contest yeah. and our, our and biggest one last thing announcement actually after uh, jamar's big thing yes <laughs> Yep, I'll make it quick. Make sure you try to save as much as possible for a rainy day fund. Ideally, you want to at least have 5000 to 20000 in savings just to kind of weather the recession. Eh. And that's it on my end. That is some actually really good advice because mine is not good advice. Mine was signing up for the live action Netflix Squid Game uh, coming up and maybe you can win that. Um, but... Don't really listen to me. I'm not a financial. I'm not a CPA. I just took one semester of economics. <laughs> that's, that's, my, that's the extent of my experience, though. Yeah. So, to, yeah. on to Justin and the anime news. 
Okay, yeah, and hopefully, and hopefully, when you know, when my when my house gets, it, I get around to getting my house, I won't suffer too much. Because, anyways, <laughs> but yes, anime. Let's let's get let's let's get away from the housing woes and get onto anime. Or actually, let's go into manga. So let's go into the big manga news first. One Piece is on break for a month. Oda is preparing to get to the final saga of. His One Piece manga, and by and by Final Saga, we mean it's gonna last another five years at least, because this because while it says Final Saga, it's not Final Arc. He's gonna have like a bunch more, and it's going to and the One Piece fans are going to praise him him at like that. Basically, he's gonna be Jesus. It's uh, it's insane, really. Like all the One Piece love that's been going on right now with uh, Luffy becoming one of the big the big wigs in the pirate world. Buggy the Clown also becoming a big wig, which of course pleases all the One Piece fans who love how that guy fails upwards. People are hoping that Yamato, that who you might see in con- cosplays of in conventions because she was like really pop, got really popular lately. That woman with the with the uh, horns. People are hoping she joins the crew. It's a uh, it's it's if you're a One Piece fan, it's a uh, good. You, you guys are go- going to like you guys definitely have a lot to be excited about and uh on for something that i'm personally excited about oshinoko and or at least i'm hope- hoping to be excited about oshinoko one of my favorite manga of all time finally getting an anime hopefully it doesn't suck because i don't know who the production team is other than the company it's dogger kobo and apparently the people who are on, on the anime have experience with uh, with uh, with uh, with idol stuff and all that, which is good because the manga is it relies heavily on both acting and singing for for its story. And if you don't, if you're not good at those, then it's going to be it's kind of be like how uh, uh, people complained about Ya Boy Kongming when they introduced the rapper. And then it turned out the rapper wasn't very good at rapping. So uh, that there was a bit of a disconnect there and people didn't like him. Yeah. So uh, hopefully they hopefully they nail it better with this because this is this is definitely one of the more popular current manga. And, you know, with the with Kaguya-sama, because it's the same author, Kaguya-sama being such a hit, people are hoping for something similar to this. Uh, and other other animated manga news. Uh, Trigon is coming back. It's it's apparently the 25th anniversary of Trigon, uh, the manga, as well as like a big anniversary project for Studio Orange because they're the ones who are assigned to this. And they were hyped. They were hyping this up for like a little while. People thought it would be like a second season of Land of the Lustrous, but no. By the way, why do people still insist on calling Land of the Lustrous by its Japanese name, Hoseki no Kuni? What? I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand this trend. Like, why? Why? Do you, what do you have against the English name, guys? Nerds. I know. Like fuck like fuck it, okay? I am not calling my dress up darling Sonobis doll. Okay? <laughs> I don't care if the a Japanese name is more meaningful. I'm calling it dar- dress up darling. It rolls out the tongue better. I will give you credit though that Jujutsu Kaisen, the English name before people that was originally on there before they changed it back to its original name was stupid. It was like Sorcerer Wars or something. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, you can you can keep Jujutsu Kaisen though. That that Sorcerer Wars sounds really bad. That's a really bad name. <laughs> but but anyways, yeah, Trigun St- Trigun a Stampede, I believe, is coming back, and people are wondering will it be closer to the manga. 
and all and such and all that will uh will they get the original english dub back will johnny young bosch come back to voice bash because i i know that he's like i know that they stopped uh doing voice acting recording uh in online and johnny young bosch is like in california so who knows but uh yeah yeah there's a bunch of people excited for for uh trigon or at least potentially uh some people i see some people complain about studio orange being assigned to it because they're the cg company you know than the the ones that uh and people say trigon the people were kind of hoping more for like how Trigon looked in like the 2010 film. Nothing worked, nothing, uh, not, 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 hopefully they're not thinking about the 1998 series because I don't, I don't think anyone, anyone who says Trigon 1998 looks good with a straight face is someone you should not trust. Okay. That animation. It looked, hey. That animation was bad in 1998. Good. Okay. It was bad in 1998. It was, it's bad now. Justin? Hmm? It was probably one of the best anime animations. I spent four hundred fifty dollars on the DVD back when it came out, mm-hmm. so I will always say it's the best anime because of how much I spent on it. <laughs> I liked it. Oh, the oh, the sun, oh, the sun cost fallacy rule. <laughs> I'm saying I'm saying how it looks, not not the not the like everything else, but like that the gun animation was so bad. Like, like the animation quality. I think was, like the story like the, and stuff was good, but yeah, the, the maybe shot, the shoot. Like, the, like, like and stuff. making orange CGI can only be an improvement from that. Like, it looked terrible how the gunshots, like, just the impact just appeared on screen. And, like, I don't know. I think Mappa could learn some lessons from them. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, yes, I would have preferred it look kind of like the 2010 film, too, because 2010 film made, makes you cry looking how, tri- how Trigon could have looked if it had been made in more modern times. But, uh, we'll see. We'll see how we'll see how Vash is uh, when whenever that gets released. It is it's definitely a passion project for Studio Orange, and that's always good. All right, and uh, so the summer season is coming soon. And is there anything worth anything worth watching? Well, let's look at the big shows. And I'm looking at a, a chart that's organized by popularity. We've got uh, Devil's a Part-Timer, a.k.a. Hataraku Mausama, coming back after 10 fucking years. Well, nine, actually, but um, yeah, it's, it's coming back after nine years. Anyone, did anyone actually watch the first season here? I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you excited for the second season? Um, I pretty much forgot all that happened the first season. Uh, but yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, it- I don't think it was bad. I watched it as well. I mean, I, I, don't I thought it was funny. Too. It was a funny show, but um, yeah, maybe he works I, his way up to manager I mean, this I time. Wasn't, yeah, yeah. There wasn't a whole lot of story to like really pull me in for a second season, yeah. but we'll see. I mean, let's see. I know the like I said, the animation has changed. I have some friends who are kind of interested in this. I I didn't. I do know who some of these characters are. Like I know that that like. Like these girls are from another world who are Mao's enemies. I don't know who the baby girl is, and this is the this is the normal girl and all that such. But uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it is now. Now because of the nine year gap, will it be worth? Will it be worth the wait? Probably not, considering it's a comedy sequel from that's coming from nine years. Plus, you can't go into one discussion about this anime without people complaining about how god awful the ending was. Like, there's always at least two or three people in every discussion saying how bad they hated the ending to the light novels. 
But uh, that's it here or there. Next up, we got Rent-A-Bitch Season 2. I don't think anyone's excited for this, so I'm going to skip this. Uh, next, we got Overlord 4. Um, it's def- basically more Overlord. I'm hoping that they got improved the animation because the CG in the last few seasons have been god-awful. That was so bad. <laughs> it was so bad. Yeah, it was. But uh, yay, more albedo. Maybe it's- it was. It wasn't that bad in season one, but season two and I three. Oh my god! I know. And I all I remember from season three was that albedo revealed that she was a virgin, which was like, wait a second, was, aren't you a succubus? Was three the one that had the goblin army, or was it two? Because the goblin army with the ogres was really bad CG. Uh, I think that was season three. Season two, I remember had the lizards. I think it was season three. Yeah. Uh, next one, we got classroom of the elite season two. Which uh, uh, people, I'm not sure if any of you have actually watched Classroom of the Elite. It it was decently popular when it first aired, but it got more a little more popular as it went on. Is it good? Uh, I don't. Per- the, let's say Japan hated it for all the changes they made from the light novel. But if you're an anime only, maybe I'm. Not, I wasn't too big into it personally, but I'll wa- This is the sequel I'd look forward to the most because. Uh, because it still has potential to like get better and not and not and have an ending that isn't shit. Mr. Devil is a part timer. <laughs> but yeah, well, OK, that not 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 really. There there is one more sequel, the one that everyone likes Made in Abyss season two. Yes, of course. I know Made in Abyss season two is coming. People will like Made in Abyss season two because people read the manga. People did. I have heard no reports of it sucking. Uh, I I did hear I did hear a little bit of the soundtrack for the new season. It's kind of weird, but um, I think Kevin Penkin's still doing it, so hopefully it'll be really good. Uh, but I have not. I don't know anything about this this new season because I never read the manga for this. So it's going to be solid. Um, de- it's definitely going to be a solid watch. I'm not not sure it will have the same impact as it used to because of wait time and all that, but. You know, Man Abyss, people like people like it. <clears throat> um, but like it was it definitely had more attention back when it was a surprise hit like Odd Taxi. Uh then we've got Call of the Night, the first non-sequel hit, which is basically by the Dagashi Kashi crew. Like it's it, it well, not the production team, but the mangaka. Like this is the the character designs are all the same. It's just a vampire setting now. And uh the animation on the trailer is real looks really good. So that's uh Something, something to get excited about. Only problem is, it. I should point out that like some of the some of these shows are on high dive. So if you're like a Crunchyroll only guy, you can only watch uh, the first four sequels I mentioned. Made in Abyss has always been high dive ever since the Amazon deal ended, and Call of the Night will be too. And then afterwards, it's just like uh, the, after the first six shows, it's just like Damachi sequel. People stop caring about Damachi after season one. And there's there's some isekai I don't know. There's some light there's some uh, light novel adaptation about an ex or that became a step sibling that would probably be more hype if the character designs didn't look like shit. Uh, Shadow House season two. I don't know anything about that, but I know Shadow House is liked. Engage Kiss. It's an anime original. Blah. Ruby. Uh, we'll see. And uh, Planet with. Uh, yeah, I I'm sure Planet with people would be more excited for if the animation didn't look like complete ass. And so, yeah, Tokyo Mew Mew, bloody, 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 blah. I, y- y'all have to look at the charts for for these because these are all just like 
you get into really obscure and niche stuff and I don't and we're going to ignore like almost all of them. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I got to say about the summer season, guys. But yeah, that's uh, that's anime in a nutshell. In a nutshell. Hopefully, the, hopefully, when we start previewing the summer shows, we see some uh, things. Yeah, I've actually heard that Tamadachi game is actually gotten a lot better after it's uh, kind of messed art. So, you know, speaking of games. Mm. Oh, nice. How about we get into some <laughs> video game news? Oh, yeah. All right. So, um, really wanted to get you in on this one, Jamar, but there was an Xbox Games Showcase. Um, so, now you know what to so you know what to buy for that thing you got sitting in your house. Um, <laughs> so, Hollow Knight Silk Song is coming to Xbox Game Pass day one. Um, no release date was given, but we know it will come out on Game Pass whenever it does actually come out. So that's that's very nice to know. It's never coming um, out for Switch as well, which is the hilarious part because like everyone has been asking for it for Switch. <laughs> but oh man, yeah. Uh, I have some news on that just because inside stuff, there's no. There is no. It's going to be wild. Dallas Anime Meetup exclusive. <laughs> It's gonna be a while. Okay, that that wasn't as interesting well, as exclusive. Uh, I think we all. I mean, we yeah, but oh well. Like three, four years anyway. Wait, hello. Um, okay, fine. Game development so, takes time. So, so you're saying, Bayonetta three is gonna come out before Hollow sucks up? I think Bayonetta three might actually beat so. Oh so. shit! Oh shit! And uh, Nick, did you want to talk about that Flintlock game you liked? Oh, uh, yes. Okay, I totally remember this. It's uh, uh, in the past, but then you have this cool geometric magic. Um, and there's like triangles you can put on things and then slow motion and it looks cool. And that's all I remember. Okay, fun endies. Yeah. I think it's an indie. I think so. Yeah. Um, there's a new Minecraft spinoff game, Legends, which uh, you said was... Uh, t- turn-based strategy game it's um, or like rts weird. action strategy yeah they're, they're trying to there was like the minecraft dungeons that's like some other um dungeon crawler game and they're, they're just trying to make more games besides minecraft but oh, okay. to sell to the minecraft kids yeah that are clearly not kids anymore because minecraft's been out a long time but oh, well true i'm a minecraft kid i guess i don't know yeah minecraft this is a boomer game um so Hideo Kojima came on and announced a partnership with Xbox for a new game. Um this is quote unquote his first true horror game after leaving Konami. Um although he did also say Death Stranding sequel is still in the works with um with Sony. So this is a different um this is a different thing altogether whatever this game he's working on with Xbox. So, Honestly the true um, horror is how much money uh Microsoft is putting into this project. <laughs> yeah, probably. This is probably like the only studio that they're like, "Okay, okay, Kojima, just do what you want. Just do what you want. We we'll just take our money." Yeah. It's like kind of like the more help us sell Xboxes. <laughs> yeah. Um also uh Atlas broke some silence. They said uh, Persona 3 Portable, Persona 4 Golden, and Persona 5 Royal are all coming to Xbox and PC Game Pass. So that was also announced that um, P3P and Persona 4, well, P3P mainly, are um, coming to PC. So, yay. 
Yeah, yeah, I'd be more excited for that if it wasn't for the fact that it's the T3P version. Like, it has some decent well, combat improvements. It was pretty good. I think they, so this is just my thoughts, but I think they are remastering P3P a bit. They're doing some work because I think they're adding voice lines and I think they're hopefully adding some quality of life stuff. Mm. But I'm pretty positive they're adding voices um, to characters for social links that weren't voiced. So, we'll I see. I mean, couldn't they just take uh, some of the voice clips from Petrie proper for a decent amount of the interactions? Like, I mean, they will, but weren't there some social links that weren't like, fully yeah, voiced? All, all, the, all, the non, all the social links weren't voiced in uh, P3. Yeah, I think, I think, I think some more are gonna get voice but I, yeah. so, I don't know it's so been 40 years to do that i think they're remastering it in some sense so we'll see uh, I, I don't know For people PSG, use remaster lightly i'm not saying remaster is a big deal i'm just saying it's thrown around a lot like it is a big deal yeah. even though it's not they, they, it's just a shader you know yeah in a lot of can cases I get a PS, but, can i get a psp shader for my 4k tv yeah exactly a little touch up here and there in the hallways but um yeah so that was pretty much all the highlights of the xbox games showcase um we didn't talk about this but the playstation plus overhaul uh there is the playstation plus essential which is essentially what you have now um it's gonna be i believe 9.99 a month for yeah, $9.99 a month for the benefits you have now. So two monthly free games, um, discounts, cloud storage, online multiplayer. The next tier will be the PlayStation Plus Extra, which is $15 a month. And that will add a catalog of roughly 400 games, probably not 400 to start with, but um, of PS4 and PS5 titles. So probably... Probably it's going to be most of the big Sony first-party games and then some third-party games they get licenses to that rotate in and out like it does with Game Pass. Um, PlayStation Plus Premium is $17.99 a month, and that will include um, a catalog of games from the PS3, PS2, PS1, and PSP generations. So, um, yeah. I don't know what you guys think. Um, I have I converted my uh, subscription over to the premium, so I had like Ooh. five years on just regular PS uh, PS Plus, yeah. and it brought it down to like two years and a couple of months when yeah. they did their own Sony math. But um, I played a couple of the PS One games, played the PS Two game, and they're all it works fine, right? Yeah, they're all upscaled. Yeah, so that is nice. Yeah. They play fine. I play Fantavision. I think it's been like 20 years since I played it. Oh, I actually do have a question. So is that streamed from the cloud or is that downloaded to your PS5? I downloaded it. But there's the option to stream it as well? I know a bunch of games have options to stream it, but I'm like, eh, I can just download nah, it onto be to the console. Download it. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, the experience cool. ain't lag. It, it runs like a PS2. Yeah, I guess I'll like decide for myself. I don't really feel like there's any PS previous generation games I want to jump back to at this moment. But I mean, you can always dial up or dial down your subscription as you need. That's that option's yeah. always there. Um, but I mean, I don't know if they could really cut out their own market share out of the Game Pass 
out of the Game Pass audience at this point. They're so late to the game, but um, you know, uh, if Sony no, I- ever migrates it to PC somehow, then you know, maybe maybe that could be a real contender. I, I don't it, know. But- I think just because of Sony's legacy, they probably will catch up with um, Microsoft Game Pass because there's people that love PS1, PS2 games. Oh, definitely. I just don't yeah. know if they, they're ready to get it to PC for a while or if they even have plans to. I mean, the, that streaming game streaming service they brought like three, four years ago, I believe it works on PC. So I wouldn't be surprised. Give it give it a year or so. Oh, are you talking about remote play? Not remote like, play. There was a, they brought like a smaller streaming service back in 2017 2018 i'll um, I'll have to look at my notes but um originally everybody thought was oh they're gonna actually fix their streaming service with the company they brought but um nothing came to be yet so Hmm. we'll see in the next couple of months how many people actually gravitate to it yeah yeah um i mean definitely i can see a lot of like people who bought the ps5 to be on board because I mean, Sony fans have been asking for years, where's the backwards compatibility since the PS4? It's like, what the fuck? You guys left us stranded with all these fucking PS3 games that we can't play. Um, but that's beside the point. Moving on, uh, Konami and Silent Hill. Um, not being that silent right now. <laughs> uh, Silent Hill 2 Remake, um, supposedly developed under development by Bloober Team, who is responsible for um, that Blair Witch game and the Medium and other games that I don't remember, but I don't think I've played a game from them. I have lights just yet, mm. so we will see. And I've heard yeah. Silent Hill too is not a fan favorite, so I'm also not very hyped. For this. <laughs> well, you give them like the least favorite so they don't mess up anything they know oh, they messed up the best one it's like oh no yeah. they messed up the worst one yeah so who knows but smaller silent hill title being developed by an unknown studio we don't really know who's working on it yet uh some people said annapurna but i think that was just rumors that annapurna was working on it um it's supposed to go in episodic short stories so um could be an interesting like kind of adventure-based game uh like point and click i don't know um a new mainline silent hill game is in production i don't really know who at konami is working on that i guess their internal studio if they're, if they're still an internal studio at konami no they still have internal studios like the pachinko okay. team yeah. the health club team they're working <laughs> HR. on it <laughs> Um, there's Silent Hill skateboard decks coming out, most importantly. So uh, put in your pre-orders for a skateboard deck. Do they have Pyramid Head? Uh, I didn't check. I think it was just kind of a generic cover of uh, um, one of the Silent Hill games. But you can check. I'll take a look. Um, in other news, QA testers at Raven Software, which is a division, um, which is a... a company owned by Activision uh, found the first union in the gaming industry. Yeah. So, um, maybe in a decade or so, the gaming industry won't be a shitty place to work. 
Well, got some well, bad news maybe breaking on that about Bobby Kotick. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, it seems like he was re-elected to the board of Ow. Activision Blizzard. <laughs> what? No. I just heard about How's that, that on Twitter uh, just before the podcast recording. I don't know how, but people are saying, like, it, we literally know all the stuff we the stuff he did. We literally have all the receipts, and he's still, the board still brings him back. So is it, is it's it, almost it, like he's almost untouchable. I so it's like Chris Brown in that he just keeps, that he just will not go away. No, he's more powerful than Chris well, Brown. Well, yes, he is, but... Think of like Abbott level of power. So much evil you could do, and nobody can stop you. Dang. It does seem it's like it's the shareholders were the ones that voted him back. So it wasn't like I don't know a company wide vote, but I, it's still it's it's messed up. So we'll see. Hopefully the union stays and he doesn't destroy it. <laughs> but we'll see. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I am seeing. You know, hundred percent that union's gonna be busted. Unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, things take time. Starbucks is working on getting unions and stuff, but it's it's a slow process. Yeah. Just keep keep trying. Um, and other other news. <laughs> trying to move through this a little quicker. Um, yeah, sorry, there's Square a lot. Enix, Square Enix uh, sold Crystal Dynamics, Eidos Montreal, and Square Enix Montreal. Uh, most notably, Crystal Dynamics... Develops the Tomb Raider games and the Marvel Avenger games in collaboration with Eidos. And Eidos Montreal is most well known for the Deus Ex Machina games or the Deus Ex Human Revolution and all the other Deus Ex series. Um, they were picked up by Embracer Group, which has been known to be rebooting a lot of series like Destroy All Humans, Red Faction, uh, SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom. <laughs> so we could definitely see. Uh, potential sequels to the Tomb Raider games, sequels to the Deus Ex games. They've said they're they're definitely interested, and I think someone I've heard rumors that they're also interested in rebooting Sleeping Dogs, which I what think. What about Gex? Um, oh God, that is a big, big talking point at their next big board question. meeting. Thank you. I saw that like in bold font. Yep. So. um I'm expecting I'm expecting good things to come out of that acquisition. Um, not as big of things coming out of Square Enix investing in cloud and blockchain. So um, not expecting much from the money they made off that sale. But I, I think I think Ados and Crystal are in a better hands. Yeah, they deserve we'll better. See. They deserve they deserve not being put on Marvel Avenger games for the rest of the studio lifespan. So yeah. Um, there is a Street Fighter announcement if you want to talk about that Jamar oh yeah so um, Street Fighter 6 was announced a couple of weeks ago and uh, we got to see gameplay on it Um, looks very good I think it's probably going to be a nice return to um, form for the series they had hiccups with um, kind of the disastrous launch of uh, Street Fighter 5 when it came out back in 96 to a point that Yoshiro Ono ended up leaving the company a couple of years ago because it wasn't a hit as they expected like Sony funded the game because originally Capcom didn't want to even make another Street Fighter game and um, since it was Sony funded it it didn't go into other 
platform set for PC, so it like lowered the margin there. But there's a new team that's running the Street Fighter division, and they've been listening to pro players, they've been listening to the fans, and um, they're trying to make a more modern, approachable Street Fighter game. Because the thing is, fighting games in its kind of old arcade form was arcade games. You got people into arcade, they spend money, and you go from there. The big problem is trying to monetize that in a world of DLCs and microtransactions is very hard. Because especially when you look at blockbuster series like Resident Evil and Monster Hunter, everybody kind of wants that big return on investment where finding games are kind of now people playing them for a bit and they might put them down. But from what I've seen, it looks good. Characters really look nice and designed. Everybody aged. It's um, going towards after Dirt Strike, which was released in 97. So really excited about this. And we heard Gal's coming back. Yep. Well, Gal was in five, but he's in the starting lineup. And, and he has a goatee. And Rio, yeah, but they have to announce it. So. Didn't Rio get a <laughs> yeah. divorce or something? Or, or who was that? Oh, he got copped. Oh, uh, no. no. <laughs> People are wondering uh, how that's going to affect his frame data. You know, it's really asking the what, court. Rio or Ken? <laughs> oh, it was Ken. Yeah, no, Ken yeah, got yeah. Ken. Or something. Yeah. It was Ken. Yeah. Yeah. I really um, like it was in the folks. in the backstory, like they, they explained it. <laughs> oh wow, really? really um, so, in Capcom, also in Capcom news, uh, Dragon's Dogma Two is in development. Uh, we did not really even get a teaser. It was just they put up a T-shirt and said it's in development. So, yeah. <laughs> hey, that's all you need to know. Monster Hunter getting, World was a success. That's good enough and, for me. Yep, he got his golden ticket. We got Dragon Dogma Two. So, and Nick, I, I know you had some Pokemon Home news. Did you want to go over that? Uh, just real quick, there's a new Pokemon file uh, format for all the Pokemon in Pokemon Home, which is exciting but we don't really know what it means um also james turner has left game freak he made a lot of the complicated pokemon designs but also the ice cream one um which is like it's a mixed bag sad to see him go right. <laughs> damn it yeah vanilla lux never go be top tier no no top did he make the one. garbage bag pokemon too you know that's a good Prop. question i don't remember who made that one uh, a lot of gen There's 5 some really top tier designs probably his fault but it's like he was the first kind of Western non-Japanese, you know, it, it's it's his uh, he was also the yeah. art director for Sword and Shield. Uh, take that with mm-hmm. what you want to take. That's not the phrase, but he was he was a bit controversial with some of his designs. But I, yeah. I like some of them. But unfortunately, you ruined my no childhood. Longer. Oh, there you go. That's a, that's a take. <laughs> Your potentially. childhood began at Gen 5. Yeah. In my adulthood as well. Yeah, oh, okay. Okay. yeah we got some um, summer games. Yeah, some Summer Game Fest announcements. Since we were talking about Marvel games earlier, Midnight Suns, the latest Marvel game, is from the uh, the people who made Sid Meier's and XCOM for some reason. Um, Fraxis Games. I don't know what to think about it. It's sort of a Marvel game in an XCOM style. I don't know much about this series of Marvel, this Midnight Suns group or whatever. 
Um, yeah, Jamar might know more about it. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of pass over this back in 2000. So I'm like, oh, there's Wolverine. I think Blade's yeah. in it. And I'm like, all um, right. But this now is too it's, it's, like an, it's like an, an XCOM style. And I don't know how that's going to go, especially with the Marvel fans. I really don't think this is their... This is what they're really down for with all the Spider-Mans and the Marvel Guardians games. Jump into a uh, like the real-time strategy or turn-based strategy like that. Morbius, the, the backup uh, superheroes that they're, oh, they're pulling yeah. out. Oh, God, yep. yes. I would, <laughs> I would love a DLC. More vi- Morbius video game. Just yell, go, it's Morbid time! And then it's going to morph all over the enemies like in Metal Gear Rising. Exactly. We gotta have it, it, it print money if they if they made that. But all in all, I feel like Marvel should be a little bit more careful with how they're dishing out these IPs. But whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you mean Disney? Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. The Marvel studio at Disney. Yeah. Mm. Um, then Callisto Protocol looks promising. It's developed by Striking Distance Studio, which is a newer studio found by the co-creator of Dead Space. Mm. Um, it looks very dead spacey so i'm uh, i'm excited yeah this is, should be fun this is a game that's like what wants to revive dead space now that dead space died because they released one shit game and ea was like all right we're not doing anymore yep yep so they're trying to this is kind of the spiritual successor there um and yeah nick did you want to add those uh you verse games in i mean i don't i'm gonna play them i'm still playing Genshin for some reason. Maybe we'll get the Dendro characters one day, but they announced Honkai Star Rail and Zenless Zone Zero, kind of some more information about it, but it's just, they're, they're still gotchas. They're still waifu collectors. I mean, the graphics look neat, but they're not really something I'm going to be playing. Nor will anybody else. Okay, um, so upcoming events... There is June anime discussion on June 25th. Kotaro lives alone. Um, if you can squeeze in off the wait list, uh, congratulations. How big is the wait list um, right now? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Like, like we, 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 we usually have like, we, there's like a lot of people who can't attend that. So, yeah, it's at a different library now they're doing it. I think it's a bigger venue space that we have at the, the little discussion. Uh, Room yeah, the it's the same library we had the last discussion at, but um, there is a lot of room that we can get about 40 people. So yeah. um, last time I checked, it was pushing the capacity, but we still had a room for a few more. So you should you could probably get in. We don't want to um, break the fire code. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. Um, conventions coming up. Anime Fest on July 29th to August 1st. Um, that'll be at the Sheraton in Dallas, Colossal Con, Texas, at Round Rock. It will be August 19th to 21st. And uh, a lot of people have been talking about the Colossal Con cruise on, um, in 2023. It'll be in February 24th to the 27th in 2023. Um, yeah, um, if you're interested in the cruise, just post in the conventions channel and we'll see if uh, you can see if anybody else wants to join you for that is quite the deposit though because you have to put down like at least at least like 400 bucks you have to split like 800 dollars room but yeah and then that's not even like the flight and other logistics so but i mean it could be really fun 
Yeah, or you could save that money for the recession. Oh, no, I was going to say, yeah. it's kind of going yeah. against our earlier advice. Ah. You could, but anime doesn't count. Anime anime doesn't count towards your um, to, towards your recession, to, towards your like recession savings, you know? That's something that you need. That's like mental health. Anime is an investment. Yeah. Yeah. That's not good advice. <laughs> it's investing in your future. Yeah, your future you and being being a degenerate. Um, all right. Well, I think that's all we've got. You guys have anything you want to add? Down on my end. That's yep. everything I can think of. All right. We'll see y'all next time.